This is a new podcast series called Clarity Generates Confidence. Welcome to this episode of Clarity Generates Confidence. We're here in season two and we are going forward in 2021. We're recording this session in June of 2021. So when you hear it, things may have changed a little bit in your world. However, I just want to say I'm really delighted to have Justin Breen with me. Justin, I haven't known all that long, but I've always really appreciated how he just jumped right in. I've seen him at Strategic Coach. He jumps in with both feet. I've seen him at Abundance 360. Always a great contributor, always great, great thinking. And Justin is the founder of Repic Consulting. So I'm delighted to have you with us here. Justin, thank you very much for joining us today. It's going to be an interesting conversation. You know, you're a 3395 Colby and I'm an 8671. My top three strength finders are activator, maximizer, achiever. So there's very little ideation. I just do it. I don't understand talk. I just execute. So that's why I activate and jump, you know, two feet in because you just do it. Well, that's great for those. And, and for me, what this means is a three, three, nine, five for me is a three is the amount of energy. Three out of 10 is the amount of energy I have for gathering facts. So I don't take too long either, Justin, from that end. Three is a follow through. I, we have questions, but I, we know what's going to happen with those questions as we get talking. Nine is the quick start and the ability to handle risk and uncertainty. So it, we'll, we'll see a lot of that. And the five is about how to deal with things that are real. So uh, I've got a little bit of that halfway down that side. But you know, the other thing is, is that just to bringing this up is that I'm very fortunate for that sake of numbers. My wife's a 7724. So, uh, and all the people, all the people in my, around me in my office are really all built around fact finders and follow throughs. And, and why is that important while we're here with the audience? Why is it important is that you want to have people around you who complement your strengths, not the same as you. So if you have if I allow the word to be weaknesses or don't have strengths in certain areas, as well as gathering facts and putting processes together, you want to have people around you who support you with that. That makes a really great team. So maybe Justin, let's just let's just start right there. What has surprised you as we've gone through the last sixteen months here with COVID? What have you seen with the, your clients and maybe for yourself that you didn't really expect to see over this time? Yeah. So my wife's an eight seven four two, and unstable people need to be around stabilizers, otherwise it's chaos. So I mean that's. You know, basically what I found, I'm in strategic coach 10X and I know you're a coach and strategic coach and very grateful for, you know, Dan Sullivan and, and Babs and, and everyone at coach. But, you know, I was just a couples connection. And basically to summarize that, to simplify it, it was high level visionary wackadoo entrepreneur married to a stabilizing human. I mean, that's what, that's what it is. And so, I mean, I'm a simplifier. You're definitely a multiplier. And so, you know, you know, the purpose of my life is to be a connecting superhero for every visionary abundance investment mindset entrepreneur and share their stories of the world. So that's 100% of my day when I'm not hanging out with my family. So I love collaborating with multipliers like you because, I mean, I can just hear it now. You're just like idea, 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 idea. And then my brain just simplify, execute, simplify, two feet in, jump two feet in. Just that's so easy for me. So it's perfect collaboration. And uh, so nothing has surprised me. Nothing has surprised me because all I do is hang out with people like you, and people like you are the ones that change the world. So when COVID started, I have about fifty thousand followers in social media. So when that started, I'm like, oh, wow, it actually happened. Wow, is meaningless to me unless it happens. So I'm just because I'm an activator, and ideas to me are meaningless without execution. So I simplify ideas and execute on them. That's my whole point. But yeah, so when COVID started, I posted my fifty thousand followers. For people with the right mindset, this is going to be the greatest opportunity that's ever happened. So that's what 
what's happened. For your clients and the people that you advise, what did you see in them? Were they paralyzed? Were they? No, 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 no. Yeah, so again, the purpose of my life is to be a connecting superhero for every visionary abundance investment mindset entrepreneur and share their stories of the world. So people with investment, visionary abundance investment, you know, visionary abundance investment mindset, the opposite of paralysis. It's not that they were excited per se, but they saw the opportunity. And that really were, they actually were excited. They realized this was a great opportunity. And, you know, people with those attributes in their mindset, they don't ask, what do you cost? They don't live in scarcity. They just live in abundance. So even if they lost, you know, 100% of their business, which I saw happen to several of my friends, okay, figure it out, entrepreneur life, pivot, come up with something new. You know, again, all I do is simplify. So the ultimate simplification for me is if you have the right mindset, it attracts the right network and that creates the right opportunities. So I just work on my mindset and attract other people with that mindset and, that just builds my network and that just creates endless opportunities. So there's no scarcity at all. There's no panic. There's just figure it out. You know, that's a very, very articulate perspective that I haven't really heard from others, most people, and, and a very thoughtful one. So when someone's in that situation, you may think of one of the examples, someone who lost all or most of their business. What did they do to pivot from that one situation back to taking advantage of what's going on? Again, ideas to me are meaningless without execution, and I don't say anything unless there's meat behind it. And I'm a one implementer, so if you ask me to like build something with my hands or you know put my bike helmet on uh, my son's head, it's very difficult for me. And it's like things a monkey can do are very hard for me to do. But this, th- these things are very easy. And so, one of my partners, one of my clients, was Africa's largest speaking organization, Africa's largest speaking. So that's pretty hard to do when you can't go anywhere and speak. <laughs> so, so they, well, okay, figure it out. So they created a global platform that helps entrepreneurs and speakers learn how to monetize their speaking in Zoom world in a virtual way. And so they had their biggest quarters last year in Q2 and Q3. And that's my firm helped them publicize that. So that's what I mean. I mean, they essentially lost 100% of their business figure it out, come up with something new. And the interesting thing is, and I know you'll appreciate this, they had this capability. It was there. It was there. The company's called Missing Link, by the way. They're, uh, the founder, CEO, Richard Mahat, great guy. They had the capability, but they were forced into using it because of COVID. Okay, so they had it. Just like Zoom was there, it just people weren't forced to use it, but now everyone uses it. So they just had it, and it was in their back pocket, and then they were forced to use it. And then, oh, wow, best two quarters the company's ever had because they had the right mindset. So one of the things that that we've seen, certainly, because we both know Dan Sullivan and have been around him a long time, is that we've found that by breaking the physical bonds or the physical world that we've, we've all lived in, and we saw this with Strategic Coach, for example. I've done more than 50 workshops now in, in virtual. We've got people from all over the world, you told me, as we were getting ready for this podcast, getting up at three in the morning, Chicago time, I believe, to be able to be on one in, in the UK. So, I mean, which we just wouldn't do. You know, the workshops would be in your time zone in Chicago or in Toronto or even in LA. And I've had people from all over get up at one o'clock in the morning, for example, or be up all night in Singapore and or get up at four or five in the morning in Sydney, Australia, Auckland, New Zealand. And I mean, talk, talk about what you feel like. I feel a responsibility and obligation to people who've done that, to that commitment that they've made to come. But in coming back to what we know, you talked about 10x, which is really growing your business 10 times or the, with Peter Diamantis, where we've run into each other again and the abundance networks, you've talked about, about both of those very heavily is that 
the world that once we get released from the physical, tied down to the physical world, as you've seen and pointed out, opened up for these people missing link in particular that you mentioned, really took away a lot of barriers and basically opened up a 10x or even more kind of opportunity. Is that what you've been able to see? Yeah, so I name my years. Yeah, I name my years. It's a good it's a good habit. One of my friends, clients, partners, Joe Martin, he names his years. So I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I'll do that. So 2020 was global growth, so everyday global growth. And then 2021, no limits. So every day, no limits. And so when you have no limits, there are no limits. When you have no limits, there are no limits. It's pretty simple. And again, people with visionary abundance investment mindset, they essentially have no limits. And it's really fun, like you said, when you free yourself up from this world that 99.9% of the world is living in the cost scarcity transactional world, and then you just live in transformational world, you know, and it's, you know, you live in abundance, you live in investment visionary world. And I just, you know, I was listening to you and Dan talking on your podcast. It was really interesting because it was talking about people retiring because they're essentially bored. And, you know, again, the purpose of my life is to be a connecting superhero for every visionary abundance investment mindset entrepreneur and share the stories of the world. So that is never boring. That's endlessly exciting. I will do that the rest of my life. You know, currently I want to live to 123 because that gets me to the year 2100, but I'm sure I'll add years to that and decades to that and technology that I learned in A360 gets better and better, but I'll never get bored of that. Why would you retire? Like, I don't even understand the word retirement. It makes no sense to me. It just doesn't even compute. Well, retirement definition is put out of use, and and clearly (laughs) uh, it's not something for you or I or those that we work with want want to be put out of use. Uh, But but we also have to retain being useful. It's one thing not to be put out of use, but we we also have to be conscious of being useful all the time. No matter what we think in some respects, people's attitudes have changed. Uh, you will, you'll deal with a very, really unique, you know, subset of people and, and niche that work with that. And, but however, we're still, we're still humans. We're still, we still have some emotion. Is there any of that that you had to do to take what already is the raw material that people have in their brains and be able to kind of ignite it? I mean, I have a, my coaching company is called Spark. S-P-A-R-K-E, and it's an acronym, and I won't go through that piece, but it's really about focusing and igniting people's energy. And so, because it's, it's all, I believe everybody has the answers to their own problems, but they don't know how to see it and don't know how to think about it. Did you run into any of that over this time? And, and maybe is that a normal thing that you see? I've done hundreds of interviews. That's one of the better questions I've I've been asked. That's a good one because all my brain does is hear blah, 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 and then simplify and turn things into patterns. So my whole life is good habits and good patterns, but then my brain simplifies everything into pattern. I mean, that's just, that's literally how my brain works. And so I was listening to your podcast with Dan and you've been in coach, you know, since 1991, I think April, you heard him talking about the future and you're like, Hey, there's a guy that understands what I'm talking about. Either he and I are completely insane or we're onto something. And obviously it was the latter. Okay. So that's good. So 1991, 13, that was the year my dad died. And, and so it, 1991 was interesting when you said that, cause I saw a pattern. So I was 13, I was 13 in 1991. And my father was 61 when I was born, so he'd be 105 if he was alive now. And so I'm, I really should be older than you and Dan. So I'm, I'm an old soul, an old soul. I'm in, in a 44, 44 year old body. And then I have the childish mentality of maybe, like maybe a five year old. My wife, you know, we have our sons are eight and seven. 
And then my wife says, we have three sons. Our sons were eight and seven. And I'm basically a child. I'm like a kid. And that zest for life always keeps me, I don't know, I just have this zest for life that it's always interesting to talk to, to people like you. That's how I spend most of my days, talking to the world's top entrepreneurs and seeing these patterns in them. I just see all these patterns of these amazing people doing amazing things that aren't dragged down by, you know, the nonsense and noise that most people are are dragged down on. And so when you have these patterns and you see these, these patterns develop, you realize that, you know, you said it's a small group of people, right? But I live in abundance as do you. And, you know, I work with basically the 0.1% of mindsets. And so most people think that's a small number, but there's about 8 billion people on the planet and 0.1% of 8 billion is 8 million. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. And the eight, those 8 million people are the ones that actually create create the technologies and ideas that employ everyone else. So that's how I help the world is by, you know, helping this type of person and share their stories of the world and getting their message out there because they don't, they don't know how to do that. And, you know, my firm, I'm, I'm the who to do that for them. So it's very simple. Justin, I really love that perspective. The 0.1% of 8 billion people is 8 million. And, and that, that is a big number. And, you know, just what you did there is, is changing a mindset around. And I'll give you a little, for example, like I live in, I don't mind, I'm 68 years old today. I'm as energized and excited because I first went to work. You'd, you'd, you'd love this one. I, I first went to work in, in full time in July of 1977. I've been, at, I've been at this a long time. And I was born in 1977. See, see, the, see the, the connections there? I mean, I was a long way. And my father would. That's all my brain does. Yeah, your, your brain looks that way. But, you know, I've been in the physical world. My business, GCP Industrial, product supply, supplies, products, we have offices in China. We bring products into the U.S., Canada, Mexico, primarily some other countries to a minor degree. And we've seen such a huge change and a disruption, not just change, disruption in the physical world, either from supply shortages to freight increases and, you know, and just dealing with that. And, and I've lived with this for a long time, and I'm, I'm coming to a point that says – for a number of years, I've been looking at how do we change this? How do we be, how do we not be in the middle of those problems, but how do we make other people's problems our opportunities in simplifying? And we've come up with, again, part of this from working with Abundance 360, thinking about technologies like AI, for example, machine learning, blockchain will likely come into this as well, creating what I call predictive ordering and be able to help companies utilize massive amount of data by utilizing AI that's there and connecting it with indices that people use, either economic indices, uh, the price of oil, or what's happening in, if you're going to the farm business, what are, those, what are those indices that they would look at for farm business? And being able to predict for them based upon what we see going forward and from historical data to be able to say what they need to order, how they need to get to supply. And when we started this, even in the last year, it was all about price. Could we go and could we organize price? Could we put prices in perspective and get people to order in advance so factories could order in advance? And right now, it's simply about getting supply. And the hardest thing that we have to do right now is getting people to recognize that these prices aren't going to go down. But it's so emotional because they're such at a high level. Again, this is it's still the physical world, but we, wanna, we need to take it into the data world because once I do that, I don't have, coming to your point, I don't have any limits. It doesn't matter where we go, who we work with, what the commodities or products that we are. We just have to be able to think about what their world is, taking your simplification model. We have to think about what their world is and then apply the ability to crunch that data into something that takes the emotion away from it. 
and something you wouldn't you wouldn't know about me because I always have when I was 65 my office gave me these things called Gary's Laws it's kind of modeled off of what Peter's were and they, there's 15 of them on there I said where'd they come from and my son who works with me as a VP marketing said he said dad you did write two books there are there's a bunch of stuff out there one of the one of the things that I said is fight emotion with facts and fight facts with emotion so when you've got a lot of emotion going on, which is happening in the world today, I feel what happened through COVID was a lot of emotion. What are the facts? What, what's the information that needs to go down there so we can take that big mountain and break it down into that molehill piece so people can think about their world in a much more concrete way as opposed to a really emotional way. But the other thing I have, if somebody comes at you with emotion, if somebody comes at you with facts, go back to them with emotion because your facts would just escalate what's going on. So give them a feeling of what's happening because people are both emotional as well as intellectual, breaking those two pieces down. So I'm coming at this from another direction than you are, but it has some similarities from what you're talking about from that perspective. I mean, again, all this is is collaboration. You're multiplying brain and my simplify. I mean, that's all, that's all it is. And you just, you just flip it. It's a very, very simple formula because again, all my brain does is simplify in patterns. So the very, very simple formula for creating a successful global company is surprisingly simple. As you see a problem, create solution, problem solve successful global company. So you saw the problem in terms of getting, you know, this fear of price, you know, into data or however that works. You, you see the problem, you create the solution, you're creating the solution, you're going to solve it, then you have a successful global company. That's that's it. So all I hear over and over and over and over and over and over and over is from these these genius entrepreneurs like you is they saw a problem, they created a solution, problem solved, successful global company, and then and then the problem that they always tell me is they're tired of being the best secret. They want to be in news and media at a high, usually global level, but many times regional, national. But, and then to create more validity and credibility for the brand. So my company just solves that problem. Problem solved. Successful global company. And so because I have no limits, because I named the year No Limits, there's no limits to the problems that, you know, the type of company or the location of, of the problem that my company solves. It just solves the problem. It doesn't matter where the where the partner's located, it doesn't matter what they do, it doesn't matter how big the company is, that's completely meaningless. It doesn't it doesn't matter. My company just solves the problem. And then to flip what you flipped, I'll unflip the flipping, is that as technology gets faster and faster, and again, you and I are both in Abundance 360, so we're surrounded by technology that gets faster and faster and faster and faster. And all that, that's great. I think that's great. But there's two constants. There's two constants. Okay, and these will never change. I strongly feel that. One is the power of real relationships, real relationships. Totally okay? agree. Totally, very, very totally important agree. to have real relationships. Okay, of course, of course you do. And two is the power of storytelling. Two is the power of storytelling. Why? Because from cave paintings, Bible, smoke signals, hieroglyphics, we are a globe of storytellers. We will always be a globe of storytellers. So however the vehicle is that it's done, it, that doesn't matter. That's meaningless. We're a world of storytelling, and we always will be. And that's the problem my company solves, is how to get your story out there in the best way. And then because I'm an activator, intro, 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 there's there, there's no, it, it's just activate, get it done. Result, 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 result. Justin, I got to tell you that those two things are really important. And that would be of no surprise to me. One, relationships have always been huge for us. And you got to tell stories. You got to tell stories. I've been coaching for 25 years and I've been in sales for, you know, 40 years or whatever. And so you've got to, you got to tell stories because people always remember the story. 
And I think what I want to drill in just a little bit on, because you, you touch it, you simplify things, but I'd like to go a little bit below the surface if you're okay with this. Is that what people don't know how to do is tell that story. And I feel the same thing for me. I'm, I'm an engineer by training. You know, I've run business a long time. I'm embarking on what's going to be a software business when I've always been in a product business for all this time. I'm just explaining that from that perspective. But this, to me, this story needs to get told. Okay. And I'm, I'm just putting it at me because we've talked about, it, but I, I think other people who are listening to us will feel the same thing. And not everybody can tell that story to the world. We can maybe tell it to an individual. We can tell it still to a group of people. But how do we tell it to the world, Justin? How do we take these things and get out there that you do? I know you simplified it, but I'd like you to just go into a little bit more depth for us, please. Right. So I started my entrepreneurial career four years ago with zero business background, zero. Now I have a global company that only works with the top thinking people on the planet. Why? Because my company just solves that <laughs> just solves that problem. And then my mindset, I just work on my mindset every day. And all that does is attract cooler and cooler people like you. It just That's just all it does. So that's fun. And media only needs two things for a good story. Only two. Why? Because I'm a simplifier and I see patterns. And I was a journalist for 20 years. 20 years. Wow. And created my entire business model based on wow, that actually happened. Again, wow is meaningless to me unless it happens. So t- journalists for 20 years created my entire business model based on how PR firms annoy me for 20 years. <laughs> so like everyone else, I saw a problem, created solution, problem solved, successful global company. Saw a problem, annoyed by bad PR firms. As a journalist, you get hundreds, hundreds of uh, useless press releases every single day from people you don't know. Not a real relationship, okay? And it's the press releases are useless because they talk about what you do and nobody cares. People don't care about what you do. They care about who you are, okay? It's a big difference. So the stories that my company does actually serves the journalists, the podcast hosts, whoever that is. Byproduct of that is it serves the client, but it serves the journalists first, okay? Flips it, just like you flip it. It's the same thing. That's what I'm. That's how I see the commonality between us. Even though we're totally different, Colby-wise and brain-wise, we're it's we're the same person essentially. We're just flipping things, okay? Just flipping it. And so the only two things that media needs is a good story, which everyone has. What you've overcome in life, what inspires you, you know, who your parents are, whatever that is, what you like to do. That's easy. That's the, and then two is a news peg. A news peg is why is it the story now? So did you launch a new company? Did you write a book? Have you pivoted since COVID? Are you speaking in a bit? That, that's easy. But people lead with what you do and nobody cares. That's just a tiny little part of the story. They want to know about who you are. You know, you've really, as I said, we didn't, we knew of each other and certainly great appreciation that you've expressed for me and I have for you and what, you know, how you go in with all energy. And I can see why you've been successful over this period of time and why you've attracted those great thinkers and people to you. And it's really opened my mind to say, you know what? I believe I got a tiger by the tail here, but I got to tell that story. I got, I got to get that story out because I can see how to put things together. And you know, you want to simplify it. There's only three things that I do well. One is I connect people a bit like you, but you've articulated a little better. I create things and I coach. Those are the three things that I do. And when I'm doing those three things, I'm at my best. So I'm creating something new right now. I can coach the team along to get it. But now I got to connect, okay? I'm a connector in certain areas, but you've got a huge ability to connect out there that I want, one, I want my audience, but I know your audience to know, and hopefully you'll find this useful for your audience, your 50,000 people that are connected with you, because I think you've really articulated that quite well here today on the podcast. And, and I can see that we'll likely have a conversation at some time offline out of the out of the podcast to look at what we can do with what we've got going because 
I want to tell this story. I don't want this story to be buried for just a few people. And, and I want it to get out there to those that we can really help because this is a world, you know, these people have worldwide problems and they're not going to go away. And I believe we can help them. The story's got to be told. Yeah, a lot of good stuff there. So you're a creating connecting coach. So that's good. You're a creating connecting coach. I love it. I'm a connecting superhero for every visionary abundance mindset entrepreneur and share their stories of the world. So that's the purpose of my life. And I take that very seriously. Okay. I take that very slick. So I always, uh, you know, I, when, when folks signed with my firm, I, my wife taught me how to say thank you. She's a pediatrician. So she's like the most loving, one, wonderful, empathetic person on the planet. And she taught me how to say thank you. I'm, you know, I'm like robotic, you know, result, result, result. And so, but I always thank people because they're allowing me to fulfill the purpose of my life. All I want, this is all I want to do. I just want to serve people like you and share your stories of the world, not Canada, not US, not China, world. And I don't understand. I don't understand limiting. And that's, you know, if you want your story in Toronto, that's fine. But I don't understand. I just, why not go big? Go, you know, go big. It simplifies everything. It's a hundred percent simplifies everything. And when you find that commonality, then everything else, everything else just goes from there and everyone wins. It's just high level collaboration and it's endlessly fun for me. And it's the purpose of my life. That's, that's my whole point. You know, I'll dovetail that because again, I'm a simplifier. Okay. And I say not ideas to me are meaningless without execution and meaning. I will continue to say that because that's how I live my life. And so I've lived it from a firsthand perspective and a client perspective. So what does that mean? So I'm only mentioning this because it's good background. I wrote an international bestselling book. I'm very thankful for that. Chris Foss, who wrote Never Split the Difference, he's also in coach. He wrote the forward. I'm very thankful for that. And that book, all it's done, it came out in May of 2020, right in the middle of COVID, by the way. Okay, whatever. Great. Perfect. So all that's done is allowed me to share my message with the world, which has been great for me and my brand, but then great for my for my company because hosts want to, they interview me first for some reason. That's been interesting. But then they want to interview all my clients because I only work with people like this. Otherwise, I'd get bored. That would be, that would be bad. That would be people bad. People who don't think like me, that would be very boring. Right. That would be bad. Then like, oh, I want to interview all your clients too. Okay, great. So everyone wins, high-level collaboration. But so I give you that background because I've lived this from a firsthand perspective and from a client perspective, that podcasts are replacing mainstream media in terms of relevance and importance for three reasons. Why? Because I simplify and see patterns. So the three reasons, and I know you'll be nodding at this and appreciating it, even though I can't see you, but so three reasons. One the host is an entrepreneur, almost always not a journalist. So they're coming from a place of abundance, not scarcity. So they ask questions that a journalist who's a journalist, they would never be able to ask that because they don't think like that. And I'm an entrepreneur who happens to be a journalist, not a journalist who's a journalist. There's a very big difference there. Very, very big difference. Okay, so that's one. Two, you can do a deep dive on the subject. So 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, maybe even more than an hour. Your interview with Dan was more than an hour. So you really get to know the subject and the host, by the way. Okay, so it's not a drive-by interview like a three-minute TV interview. You don't learn anything in that, uh, or even a 10-minute radio interview. You don't really learn that much. Okay, so that's two. Three, this is the most important reason from what I've seen. The audience might not be as large quantity-wise, quantity, but it's a far more qualified audience, far more qualified. So a human is probably not going to listen to this. They, I mean, they're not going to understand what we're talking about. Well, maybe they will, but the highest performing entrepreneur, and this is, as Dan says, Dan Sullivan says, this is catnip for them. This is catnip. That's all it is. 
And so what podcasts are to simplify my simplification, all they are is a transactional transformational platform for entrepreneurs. That's what they are. And it will continue to evolve in that as mainstream media dives and evolves and tries to figure it out. But podcasts, more and more geniuses like you are just creating your own platform to talk about what you're up to and then share other stories of the world. So that's uh, that's what my company has, has continued to evolve. And it's just this giant, massive, transformational platform for entrepreneurs because I get interviewed and then all my clients get interviewed and it just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. Awesome. Well, Justin, you've, t- you've talked a lot about purpose. I just want to tell you mine is a little bit more simpler. My purpose is helping people and organizations grow. That's what I do. I love doing that. So anything that I can do to solve their problems, and I, I come from the physical world side of things, I love to do that. That's why I'm a coach. That's why I have an organization because the people, the relationships that I have, whether overseas and here in North America are really all around that purpose. And it makes it really simple when you, like, as you have ever really got that purpose that, you know, gives you guidance in your life. Well, so you're me involved, you're me involved, Gary. I, I messaged KN, my program advisor and coach, I messaged her the other day, is that I'm not ready for it yet, but I'd like to eventually be a coach and strategic coach and associate coach. Why? Because I, I love the platform so much. And then, you know, I, as I'm evolving, I think, I think I can really help others like you, you know, just grow, just grow and then realize, hey, you don't need to have a giant office with a million employees. You can have a really good idea and execute and spend as much time with your family as you want to and only work with a certain type of person. And then I'm living proof from that. And then I launched a second company that's complementary to my first. So as that evolves, you know, I think I think it's I'm a good template for for what maybe the next generation of entrepreneurs want. And then because my father was so old, I have this old wisdom that I grew up in and had a foundation. So I'm like this hodgepodge of old wisdom, soul, middle-aged body, or whatever this age is now, 44, and then childish mindset. So I think I can provide a lot of value to strategic coach in in that way as well. And then, so I have so much respect for you because I, I think you've been 25, 26 years as a coach. And so you have all this wisdom and knowledge. I mean, you just have, you have so much wisdom and knowledge and really your life is just starting. I mean, I don't know how long you plan to live, but I'm guessing you're not even halfway there yet. No, that's about right. And so you're just starting. Yeah. So, (laughs) and so again, a human's not going to understand anything we just said, but a high level entrepreneur, they're going to love this. They're going to love this conversation. Then they'll just reach out because they're like, oh, someone who understands what I'm talking about. Well, Justin, this has been phenomenal today. And again, as I said, we didn't know too much about, you probably knew more about me and, and I did about you, but I always appreciated your what you did to jump in. And so as we come to wrap this up today, you're a great simplifier. So I'm kind of expecting big things. For you. What's, what's the last thing you'd like to say to this, which will be your audience and our audience here to leave them with a thought as we finish up here today? Yeah. So that's a good question. So I'm an eight fact finder. I'm going to eight fact finder that answer for you if it's okay. So I've interviewed thousands and thousands and thousands of people as a journalist. And since starting my company a little four years ago, you know, Talk to thousands of the world's top entrepreneurs. Okay, so I only ask two questions, only two, every single time. One is who are your parents? Because if people understand where they come from, they know where they are and they they know where they're going. But they have to understand where they come from first. That's very important. So I always ask that. And then the second one is what you just asked. Is there something else you'd like to add or something that'd be good for the story? Because many times people want to say something, but they were never asked the right way to say it. 
So that question, that open-ended question, which you're a genius at, I've, I've seen you in a coach workshop, you're, you're really good at that. That allows them to say what they wanted to say. Okay, so that's a good way to end an interview, just as someone who's done this their entire life. So my father was 61 when, when, when I was born, okay? And so again, he'd be 105 if he was alive now, and so he died when I was 13. Same year you met Dan, same year, 1991. He always said, cream rises to the top, the cream rises to the top, the cream rises to the top. So I got 13 years of that. And again, my father was a, he was a World War II hero. He became an attorney in the Nuremberg trials, got shot down nine times in combat. He kept a diary from his uh, war experiences fighting in the Battle of the Hurricane Forest, which was a very, very deadly battle. I found that diary after he died. I write exactly like my father does, just boom, 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 jump both feet in. He got into a plane many times without a parachute, shot down many times, survived, because you don't make excuses at the highest level. You make, you just make the investment. And so that's my dad. That's my dad, right? So, you know, he always said the cream rises to the top. So I only partner with the cream that rises to the top or the people who will make the investment to get there. That They'll never make an excuse. There are no excuses at the highest level, only investment. So it just eliminates people that make excuses because there are no excuses at the highest level, only investments. And so that's why that's why I'm so direct. That's why I'm so direct because I only want to work with the people that the cream that rises to the top are the ones that will make the investment to do it. And no matter how successful, no matter how successful current company or newest one gets, it, that doesn't matter because I'm not going to mess it up for my father who went through so much in his life, came from nothing, served, served his country proudly in World War II and Korea, came an attorney in the Nuremberg Trials, president of an insurance company, and I'm just not going to mess it up for him. I owe him too much. So that's really what it comes down to. Awesome. I really, I really, really appreciate that. I won't, won't go into that, but I always did appreciate my parents, where they came from, what they did. And I, I, I kept that to myself, but I'm really fascinated to see you say that. I've also worked with other journalists who kind of asked me that question at the end of my interviews to work with. I, I love that one. So Justin, I want to thank you so much for being on with us today. You've left us with a great thoughts. I will always stick with me. No excuses, only investments at the highest level. And that's the mindset about going forward. So with that, I really appreciate you being part of our podcast here today, Justin. What a what a wonderful discussion, Gary. I'm just so honored that, you know, that you're in my life. I mean, when I started my company, you know, a little over four years ago with zero business background, like just to have conversations with people like you in this setting is, you know, it's it's really you're making my dreams come true and you're allowing me to fulfill the purpose of my life. So I'm again thank you so much because I mean you and your vision are the reason why the world works because of people like you who will never make excuses. You'll just figure it out. Well, I really appreciate that. So to our audience, until next time, please stay safe and stay healthy. For those in the Northern Hemisphere, it's time for summer.